Welcome to the I Can Do That podcast. I'm Jem Fadling, spiritual formation coach, author, and founding partner of Unhurried Living. With 30 years experience in spiritual formation, I help people grow by combining grounded optimism with practical spirituality. This effective dynamic will guide you onto the path of discernment so that you can transform your hopes into habits. Each episode, I'll share one practical idea with one simple takeaway. Together, we'll grow at the pace of transformation and you'll move into your day saying to yourself, I can do that. A few years ago, Alan and I visited the Chicago area. We had the privilege of engaging with our publisher, InterVarsity Press. They had just come off a very busy and challenging 18-month project to overhaul their IT systems. We were able to be with them on a day set aside for refreshment, training, and celebration. Now, to say that they were tired is an understatement. Taking something old and replacing it with something new can be a Herculean task. The end product will serve the organization much better well into the future, but it did come at a price. Long hours, job responsibilities shifted for a time, and learning a new process and system. Sometimes we have to say goodbye to an old way of doing things and completely overhaul it in order to make our way forward. The day after we were with IVP, we enjoyed the city of Chicago, something neither of us had done before. We chose to begin at Millennium Park because I had to see the bean. I found out later that it's actually called the Cloud Gate. So as we were looking at a map of the park, I noticed a structure with large columns akin to a coliseum. It was clearly under construction with barriers set up all around. I took a quick glance and wrote it off as unvisitable. Well, after enjoying the cloud gate, we were on our way to see the fountain. As we strolled the sidewalks, we came upon a large empty rectangle with two large posts in the center. The fountain was dry. It was also under construction and surrounded by barriers. Even though there was nothing to look at, we stood there staring at the non-functioning fountain for more than a few minutes. As we lingered, I began to see the under-construction barriers as symbols of times when my own inner life had undergone some necessary rehab. Trials, pruning, whatever you want to call it, it's not a pretty sight. Things don't work the way they used to, and in the middle of your inner renovation, you aren't quite sure if the end result is worth it, or if there is actually a completion date. I wish I had taken a photo of the fountain, but it didn't even seem worthy since it was in the process of renovation. Who takes photos of something in the in-between? But what if we could appreciate all aspects of a necessary renovation? The exciting start the midway slump, and the long-awaited completion. Each stage is a viable part of the process. So if you are in the middle of a season of change, you likely feel out of place, neither here nor there. You feel the need for some fresh air, some energy to keep going. If you are at the end of a season of change, you may be tired. You desire to celebrate, but you can't keep your eyes open. Plus, The next project is looming before you, and you don't know if you have time to celebrate. Well, here is a passage on which you can hang your hat no matter what stage of your process you are in. 
It's from Isaiah 26, the message version, and it reads like this. The path of right living people is level. The leveler evens the road for the right living. We're in no hurry, God. We're content to linger in the path signposted with your decisions. Who you are and what you've done are all we'll ever want. Through the night, my soul longs for you. Deep from within me, my spirit reaches out to you. When your decisions are on public display, everyone learns how to live right. So, if you are standing in front of your own metaphorical under-construction zone and you deem it unvisitable, take heart. This part of the process matters, too. May Isaiah 26 be a source of encouragement to you as you ponder your current season in God's presence. Here's your I can do that for this week. So take time to journal, ponder, or even have a chat with a friend. Where are you feeling under construction these days? How are you tempted to deem that area of your life unvisitable? Remember, Isaiah says, Deep from within me, my spirit reaches out to you. How does your spirit desire to reach out to God right now? Remember, you're making your way forward one small, simple, and gracious step at a time. If you want to make further progress in your own formation, I encourage you to pick up a copy of my book, What Does Your Soul Love? Eight Questions That Reveal God's Work in You. In it, you'll find themes such as desire, resistance, vulnerability, fear, and joy, and such questions as, what do you really want? Where are you hiding? What's getting in your way? And what's most real to you? Holding and living the questions is a great way to cooperate with your own growth process. So go ahead and pick up a copy of What Does Your Soul Love from your favorite bookseller. Thank you.